0: back to another beautiful Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys had a wonderful week and are having a wonderful weekend. If you don't know who I am or what this show is, this is the Rainy Day Horror Show, okay? Not horror. horror. Horror is a different show, okay? You can find that on the internet at Pornhub.com, okay? Alright, so today I am Dusty McBalls. I am the certified cougar hunter and i am the man with the biggest set of testicles alive at the moment what all right so for today's episode we are going to do something out of the ordinary all right we're taking it back to centuries ago when the birth of the wendigo had arrived okay yep that's what we're doing today we're talking about the wendigo baby Yeah! Alright? Now, before I get into this episode, make sure you pick yourself up a nice piece of gothic jewelry, okay? Go to ghostjewels.com. Use code DUSTY for 50% off your order, alright? They have the most beautiful gothic jewelry I've ever seen, and I ordered three pieces from them, and do I love them, alright? They're nice, alright? You just got paid... Go ball out on some jewelry, cause I know you need it. All right. Now, before we get into the episode, I'm gonna give you the little rundown. All right. I'm gonna tell you what the Windigo is, how the Windigo came about, and then I'm gonna give you two short stories, true, allegedly. I wanna stress that allegedly true about the Windigo. Okay. And then I'm gonna tell you about when this when this whole Windigo thing came about, and people were getting locked up and claiming the Windigo. Had killed had entered them or something like that or had killed them or killed their family and stuff like that. I'm gonna tell you about what the psychiatrists what they came up with for this so-called well what they thought was a so-called disease. Then after that, I'm gonna tell you how pop culture fucked up the Wendigo. okay? So without further ado, let's get into it. So what is the Wendigo? The Wendigo is a creature from Native American folklore, specifically the Algonquin-speaking tribes. And examples of an Algonquin-speaking tribe is like the Ojibwe, the Salto, and the Cree tribes. Also, sorry in advance if I butcher some of these names, okay? I'm not Native American, so... And I didn't have really anybody to go to to get the proper pronunciation on these words, okay? So just a heads up, sorry if... I fuck it up too bad and it annoys you. Okay. So just want to put that out there. All right. Now, the word Wendigo comes from the Algonquin word evil spirit. Now, there are two definitions that I found. It was either evil spirit or people eater. Okay. So I think it depends on what tribe the word comes from because they all have their own little definition for it. Okay. Now, some people say that the Wendigo is a cannibalistic monster. while others say it's a vengeful spirit that punishes those who break the laws of nature. Okay? So you, all of you anarchists out there, stop burning the fucking forest down, okay? always oh, a Wendigo is gonna come for you, and it's gonna eat you, okay? Love, Mother, Nature. Especially you people that litter. Yeah! Bro. A fucking Wendigo is gonna creep up into your room, and it's gonna start nibbling on your toes while you're asleep. Watch out, little bitch. All right, and we don't want that, all right? Keep Mother Nature clean, okay? All right, now there are many variations of the Wendigo, so for this episode, we'll be taking a look at the Ojibwe's version of the Wendigo since they are one of the main tribes from my home state, Minnesota. Thank you. This weekend, the Vikings are coming to Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game, so we wanted to know what they might bring with them. Right, like what sort of words we may hear when the Vikings fans are at the link or what Eagles fans might hear in Minnesota in a couple of weeks during the Super Bowl and Pat Gallen is here with a little help. You betcha, Jim. Okay, now the Ojibwe describe the Wendigo as it being extremely thin with ashy skin. It can be seven feet tall or it can be as tall as a tree. It has a lipless mouth with jagged teeth and has yellow owl-like Eyes. It is said that a wendigo is created when someone resorts to cannibalism, or someone can be possessed by the wendigo spirit when that person displays greed or gluttony in excess. Now, the wendigo has several skills and powers, including stealth, making it a near perfect hunter, knowing every inch of its territory. This is why you don't want to fuck with the wendigo. You're going to be walking around the woods like, hmm, this is a nice area. I'd love to go hunting here. Next thing you know, a wendigo is going to just creep up behind you and just bite your fucking neck off and then eat you. All right. Now, the wendigo also, also, allegedly, I'm going to stress allegedly, can change the weather. Okay. Which also helps mask when it's hunting. So you won't be able to see it. It can make it really foggy. It can make it really snowy. And you won't even see shit. Okay? Now the Wendigos, they are cursed to wander the land, eternally seeking to fulfill their endless appetite for human flesh. But if there's nothing left to eat, it eventually will starve to death. These creatures only reside in cold places like parts of Canada, northern Minnesota, and the Great Lakes region. Now, according to legends, escaping a Windigo is damn near impossible because of all of the powers that they possess. And hiding from it, you don't have any luck either because they can track you down, unlock your doors, and enter your homes to feast on your poor little corpse. Right? You don't want that. Okay? So, don't step in... Don't piss off a windigo, Alright? Or you will be ate alive. Now, okay? You can kill it. And the only way to kill a windigo is to shatter its frozen heart using silver bullets or a silver-coated steel blade. But, you have to make sure you kill it because you can't... Because if it's wounded... It can regenerate health, and it'll come back ten times stronger and fuck you up even harder. Now, the story of the Wendigo is that there was this lost hunter during a brutal winter. And as he was lost, you know, he didn't have the basic survival needs, so he eventually ran out of food. And when he ran out of food, he turned to eating people. And that's when the Wendigo was born. Now, that man is allegedly still roaming the northern Minnesota woods, infecting and eating as many people as he can. Spooky, ooh. And if you're wondering where in Minnesota it's located, it is up by Warroad and Rozo and the Lake of the Woods. So, if any of my viewers are... In those areas, watch yourself, all right? Watch where you're stepping, all right? Or you're going to wake up with the windigo on top of you fucking you with its teeth. Yum. Not literally fucking you, but you'll be getting fucked up by its teeth because it's going to gnaw. Just imagine, just imagine you're just sitting there in the bathroom taking a nice shit and the windigo creeps in, creeps up behind you. I don't know why I would creep up behind you. Maybe it like slips in, slips in through a window and you don't even hear it. Because of how stealthy these motherfuckers are. And they bite your Achilles tendon. Hmm? Then what are you going to do? You can't fucking run. Right? So stay out of its territory. Now, I am going to jump into the two stories. One is medium long. And the other one is short as shit. So, just an FYI. Now, the first story... That takes place, that is allegedly true, it takes place in Alberta, Canada in 1879. Both of these stories take place in the Syrup Sippin' Nation. We'd love you, Canada. You know how dope it would be to be sponsored by a Canadian maple syrup company? Oh my god, I would fucking love that. So, if there's any Canadian maple syrup companies, DM me at the Rainy Day Horror Show. Okay? And I will respond ASAP. Alright, that would be so fucking fun. Okay, now, sorry. Now, in 1879, there was a Cree hunter and trapper mixtapes Named Swift Runner. And he claimed that a Wendigo spirit entered his dreams and told him to eat his family. So, what did he do? That winter, Swift Runner took his wife, his six kids, his mother-in-law, and his brother out to the woods where they would build a little camp, right? Out in the woods, out in the middle of nowhere, just hanging out, building a little camp, trying to fend for themselves. But eventually, they all starved. All of them died except Swift Runner. And I think you can imagine what he did to survive, alright? As the winter passed, Swift Runner came stumbling out of the woods and headed to a nearby Catholic mission camp. The priests were suspicious of Swift Runner because of how healthy he looked, and they knew that the Cree hadn't had a successful winter. As Swift stayed with the priests, he kept having these awful Wendigo nightmares, but their last straw was when Swift tried leading a group. Of boys. What? Of boys. What? Out. What? Into the woods. What? Now, hold on. What? This is where the... This... Alright? Now, we know priests, they like to touch little kids, right? What? So, maybe they just didn't like Swift Runner. Alright? And they said, you know, here, go take these boys out into the woods. Right? Or maybe, maybe Swift Runner saw what the priests were doing with the little boys, maybe they were taking the little boys out to the woods, all right, and I know you know where this is going, I'm just saying it is possible that maybe Swift Runner took a page out of the priest's book, you know, and he was putting in some work, right, I mean, it's, it's plausible, it could have happened, all right, but, When they saw that, and they saw him take the boys out into the woods, the priests called the authorities, and they put Swift under arrest and ordered him to lead them to his campsite. And lo and behold, they found the graphic campsite. They found bones that were broken in half, and the bone marrow was sucked out of them. They also found a pot full of human fat. And that's when Swift said he's been plagued by the Windigo. They put him on trial and he was sentenced to death, making him the first man to ever be hung in Alberta, Canada. Now, for the second story, this one also takes place in Canada. Like I said earlier, Maple Syrup Sipping Brothers, okay? Please give me a sponsorship, Canada. Some brand in Canada. I want Canadian maple syrup, okay? I live in Minnesota. This is you know, this is I'm like your little brother. Now just slide it down here, okay? Alright, so in nineteen oh seven, in the Sandy Lake First Nation community in Ontario, Canada, a tribal shaman named Jack Fiddler and his brother Joseph Fiddler were charged with murder after they strangled Joseph's daughter-in-law because they thought she was going to turn into a Wendigo. Now this is kind of like the whole um Salem like a ac- accusation type thing, right? In these in these little in these little Native American nations and these plots of lands that that they have it's Kind of like that, and you'll see you'll see what I mean as we get deeper into these stories about the Windigos and stuff like that. Now they ended up killing her, obviously, because they were charged, and after their capture, Jack escaped police and hung himself. Gimme a hell yeah. I said give me a hell yeah. And Joseph was sent to prison and died. Two years later from TB or tuberculosis. So after that, after they found out all of these little, you know, murders and killings and cannibalistic acts were happening within these nations, they decide, they had psychiatrists come in and see like, well, what the fuck is going on? Like, is it really a cryptid or is it just really some like syndrome that these, that they have because of this legend in their lore that they thought, you know, right? So, they eventually came out with, in the early 20th century, the term Wendigo psychosis. And that was being used in Native American communities because of their alleged delusions of becoming possessed by evil spirits and for a compulsion of human flesh and, in some cases, cannibalism. However... The existence of the syndrome is disputed by some scientists. So, could it be, could it, could it actually be a Wendigo? Just non on people, or is it Wendigo psychosis? I think it's a Wendigo, okay, right? I think it's a Wendigo, right? And, I'm gonna go Wendigo hunting. Hopefully, 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 hope, hopefully, hope. little, hope, little. Hopefully, I'm lagging in the winter. All right. Now we'll let you guys know. I know I've got months to prepare for this, but I'm going to fucking kill a windigo, and I'm going to bring him back to you guys. I'm going to like have a picture of me and my Instagram, and it's going to just be me holding the head of a windigo. And you'll be like, wow, wendigos are real. I'm be like, fuck yeah, they are. And you didn't believe me? Trust me, wendigos are real. Okay. Now other than those true accounts of the Wendigos, the windigo has also been made extremely popular by pop culture with making appearances in antler's pet cemetery ravenous the best one, well not the best but one of the best fucking paranormal cryptid shows out there supernatural I'm the best ever and it also made an appearance In one of Marvel's comic books called The Incredible Hulk. And it was the issue number 162 that debuted in January of 1973. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Pop culture fucked up the Wendigo, okay? When people think of the Wendigo, they think of like this... Massive creature with antlers. It's not it. It never had antlers. It's literally, imagine, like, a eight-foot-tall person that's, like, almost anorexic-looking. Like, super, super skinny. Bones, like, always showing and stuff like that. And it's also allegedly said that if it's sideways, it is so thin that you can't even see it. Now... Like I said earlier, they really fucked up this Wendigo, okay? They know it doesn't have antlers. We need to stop that. Please, for the love of God, stop fucking up the Wendigo, people, okay? Unless you're a part of a Native American community, then you can do whatever you want because that is your guys' cryptid, that is your guys' animal, that is your guys' lore. Only they can touch it, okay? So if anybody out there That's not from a Native American community. Stop fucking with the Wendigo. You're fucking it up, okay? I loved Antlers. I thought it was a good movie. Now, was it rated pretty... No, it was poorly rated, but I thought it was a beautiful movie. Okay? But it had antlers, and that's why it's called Antlers. But it doesn't have antlers. Okay? I just want to make that clear, alright? But... Yeah, guys, be careful, the windigo, He might be coming for you, alright? Watch where you're stepping. Alright, Mother Nature, Mother Nature can fuck you up, alright? And it has birthed a windigo, And that bitch is coming for you. That's gonna eat all ten of your toes. I don't know if it has a foot fetish or not, but I'm just saying. It might. And it might be coming for your toes. Alright, well... Alright, well... That is going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys had a beautiful week, a beautiful weekend, okay? Um. So, starting this week, officially, I'm going to release my Reddit horror story on Tuesday at noon. And then Thursday at noon, it's going to be, I'm going to be releasing a new segment, whatever you want to call it. And it is going to be, like, horror movie breakdowns. So, I can give you guys a little, you know, some horror movies that you might want to go out and watch. And I'm doing a really, really cool movie for that. This, the first episode, it was shot. I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. It was shot through a ring camera and a ring camera only, not like the ones that you set up in your house, but the ones that shoot through the door. When you, you know, when you ring the doorbell, one of those. And I think it is going to change movie making for better, if I'm being honest now um what else what else do i have to say um oh yeah i'm gonna be a broken record like a stupid youtuber and i'm gonna say go ahead follow my instagram account at dusty mcballs also don't forget the rainy day horror show go and follow that too all right shoot me some stories shoot me something interesting Okay, there's so this is why I love horror because it's so creative. Also, if you have your own, like if you wrote your own short horror story, send it to me because I will do it in an episode. All right, what else? Eh, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, don't forget ghostjewels.com 50% off code DUSTY. Okay, I know you need some new jewelry, I know you want some new jewelry, so go ahead and buy yourself some. All right, you deserve it. All right, I want you to be happy. <clears throat> all right, I want you to be happy. I want you to be living life. Don't don't give in to any of that bullshit, all right? Do what you want to do. And if anybody's getting in your way, run them over, all right? If anybody tells you no, don't listen to them. You only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. Do what you want, all right? You're only stuck here for what? If you're lucky, 85 years, 90 years, okay? Like, got to do what you got to do. Alright, that, and if that means cutting people out, go ahead, cut them out. Alright, I want you guys to be at the top with me. Alright, because that's where we're going. We're going straight to the top. Alright. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys go now. Um, I'm done rambling for a little bit. So, um, remember, Code Dusty. Remember, be happy. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing, or you're going to be in my episode, and I will have no regrets about it. Be safe. I love y'all. Deuces. (laughs)